One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ah, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Oh, thank you. It makes you look like you've got shoulders like a brown snake. <laughs> Standing next to him. Yes, sweet. We spent seven hours in the car with a cricket bag on top of us and then went to touch. I've always wondered why you haven't made it to a professional level. Well, there you go. Guys, love the show, but how do you expect us to believe that Haz needs a mortgage when he paid in cash? <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous... We Got The Chocolates podcast. All right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 69, Sabum, uh, which is a wonderful time to be a listener of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Obviously, what a journey. Mm, yeah, really exciting episode. You know, every time that you go to bingo, I don't know how often you guys play bingo um, recently, Skin? No, can't no. have. Okay. Well, every time that you go there and they call out the number 69 to know what they say after it in bigger terms no. dinner for two Jesus <laughs> what they do I'm telling you there's <laughs> old people old people are very big on their sexual innuendo skin on Wow, okay, all right. Anyway, how are we, guys? Keep that in mind. I'm good, thank you, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. Lips are a bit dry, a bit uh, stinging after the weekend in the sun, a couple of days Couple of days in the sun, and probably hasn't been helped out that I've just had a Alchemy Cordials Australia beverage that is chili flavoured because it just feels like I'm eating a, a hot curry. Um, so, is that your first time trying the chili only? It is. It is. Yeah, it was uh, quite surprising the uh, the sensation it yeah, gives it the throat. I know, yeah. I know that. I took uh, Skin's tip on board and, uh, and and helped my breath, so I didn't breathe in at the same time. Okay. Smart. Well, that, that is smart. Has. You've played Very a few good. there, has. And how are you going, Lethal? How's your how's your day been, etc? Yeah, no, not too bad, etc. Um, Pretty good, pretty good info. I do have a story though, Skinner. Okay. Um, this is from last week actually. Uh, last Friday, did a day of relief teaching back on the tools and I had a situation where we do sort of like, you know, obviously I've been left a program as a relief teacher. I was still in primary school, which is quite interesting. As you know, I'm more of a high school trained type of operator, but I was finding myself in the unfamiliar territory of the smaller children right? Um, and teaching them. So I have gone in and uh, they were meant to be working, doing sort of this independent work and I'm just walking around the classroom, checking in on kids and making sure they're going well. One kid runs up to me and goes, sir, someone's run out of the classroom. Let's call him Jerry for the sake of the story. Sure, Jerry's run out of the uh, classroom. I was like, oh, great. Like what, to go to the toilet or? No, 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 he's, he's out there crying. It's like, excellent, wonderful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's, uh, and I've... 
got out there at lunch and this other teacher came up to me and said, oh, I found Jerry. He was running away out of the school, so I intercepted him and stopped him. And then, yeah, obviously, teacher has walked him back to the, our classroom and uh, and said, Jerry, what do you have to say for yourself? What do you want to tell Mr. Drennan? And he was like, oh, sorry. And then I was like, out of curiosity, Jerry, like, what made you so angry? And he was like, well, all of these kids were bullying me. I said, it was silent reading. <laughs> <laughs> How have you possibly been bullied with everyone not allowed to talk? <laughs> Bullying's taking all these new forms <laughs> yeah, nowadays, hasn't right. it? Do they have access to an iPad or something? No, they did. They were reading books. They, okay. were, they all went to the bookshelf. and. So he was lying or what? I don't know. I, I think I'd smell a rat has personally, but I could never quite get to the bottom of it. Okay, I think he right. just wanted an early mark. I know yeah. you're scary, but I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, yeah that's right. Made a kid cry during silent reading. That's a great effort. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, Haz, what have you got for us? Well, we like to start with this segment nowadays. It's called Who Got the Chocolates? Uh, because our name is We Got the Chocolates. And a lot of people apparently don't know what that means. So mm, they should be is, starting to work it out now, though. Yeah, it is, sure. in fact, an idiom for we won. Mm. And so we're going to talk about who got the chocolates, who won this weekend. Fair bit of cricket being uh, summer now, a lot of cricket starting up. And, of course, our first one is you might have heard Chris Lynn on the weekend was playing for Turnbull in a club T20 game after playing us. He only got 30, 30 against us, but uh, it was a bit of a warm-up for his next game where he scored 154 off 55 deliveries, 26s. I think we poked the bear by not letting him get enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he scored two off three, I think, against my bowling, so I'm happy I'm happy with that. Absolutely. <laughs> a couple of overs in the big bash. <laughs> um, that was a pretty good effort. And uh, we did. I did try and get him on the show tonight. I... Uh, I asked him if he could if he could make an appearance for a couple of minutes to talk about that innings, but unfortunately he was unavailable, boys. No, oh, really? Oh, really? Gave yeah. donut. Nothing. Yeah, no. No interest. Apparently he's got you know bigger and better radio shows after him, and they got in first, and he's got more media appearances that... Are you sure? Doing, You're just so. not the most persuasive character, has you? Maybe we should just go full just surprise call and see how he goes. Yeah, give it a crack, see how we go. Oh, oh, Let's see if you're telling the truth, Has. Yeah, sure I don't even know. reckon you asked him. Sure, he'll be stoked with it. Okay, well, he no, obviously he uh, hung up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no interest. Yeah, Harvey Norman there, not that keen. Uh, eh? But I'm sure we'll get him on another stage. He'll, he'll be keen once he listens to a few more episodes. He'll he'll want to get on. He'll be he'll be begging for it. To uh, get on, yeah, on yeah, episode, I'm not so I'm sure. sure. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. There is not a person I find more intimidating in the world, and he's not a fast bowler. He's just yeah. a batter, but just like. He's a large specimen. Like he makes you has who quite a strong fit physique. Oh, thank you. He makes you look like you've got shoulders like a brown snake <laughs> <laughs> standing next to him before the game. Yeah, so not really overly surprising that he's hit one five four off fifty five. Yes, yeah. twenty bombs mm. in the next suburb. So. It was it was a small ground with a with a very <laughs> fast outfield, but uh, you still have to hit him, don't you? As the outfield doesn't matter when you hit twenty sixes. Correct, twenty sixes. So many hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's more than I've hit in my life. <laughs> same comfortably. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, well, when Lee hits three sixes in a row on the same ground, you know it must be pretty uh, small. Yeah. No, nah, that was six anyway. Uh, <laughs> huge. Those suckers. Okay, right. Right, next we got is Steve Smith, 200s in a row for the Aussies against India, both off about 60-odd balls in one-day internationals, which isn't bad going. So well done, mm. Smudge, for finding your hands again. Yeah, what, <laughs> did it, what did that mean, find uh, your hands? Uh, I don't think anyone it, knows yet. But. Is it like the same as how I was asking you, like, show me how you do it? Like that sort of thing, do you reckon? Uh, I always I walk know. around to has like, every time. Oh, I do it to you as well, actually, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just walk around to anyone at training whenever I feel like I've had a bad net. 
and go, oh, just show me how you do it. Like, show me how you hold the bat. Yeah, like talking about your grip. Yeah, yeah talking about my grip. Quite found Dragon it. Steve Smith does that, though. Yeah, I don't think he copies anyone else, though, because yeah, he's quite unique. unique. Oh, so he's genuinely just trying to find his own hands, yeah. whereas I'm trying to find everyone else's. Yep. And hope that it works for me. Yeah, true. Hasn't yet. <laughs> now, we got the Sydney Thunder, who won the WBBL this year, so well done to them. It was quite a low-scoring final, but... Again, they did well to make it all the way through to there. and that, They knocked out the Brisbane Heat too, didn't they? Which yeah, Ian the Healy referred to back a couple of podcast episodes ago about the fact that, what did you say? No, they were allowed to come home if they made the finals, wasn't it? They just couldn't. They had to make the finals. Otherwise, they weren't allowed to fly home. Yeah. Thank oh. you, said. And uh, lastly, so a guy who's probably pro golfing days are over, so he hasn't won on the field, but it is Greg Norman who has probably got the chocolates in the internet world the uh, the last week or so. Holy and Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the putter at home, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we probably we probably don't need to go over it too much ourselves because it's been reported on a lot of different news outlets and media platforms uh, and a lot of comments being made on it. But I just wanted to you know go over a few different comments that have been made and... and we can probably discuss which are the cleverest, which are the, the best yeah, puns. Read some, read some of the good ones. The comment section was the greatest of all. <laughs> Darren said, careful, your dog thinks you're hiding a stick. Oh, <laughs> Johnson oh, Johnson goes, damn, Greg, save it for the OnlyFans. <laughs> Might be a way for him to make some extra cash in post, uh, post-golfing career. Need any extra cash? I'm sure he's not struggling. No. Um, and Oscar says, shark dog, because he was at his dog. And python uh, <laughs> in, the, in the photo. Um, Jamie says, Christ, that's not a knife. Uh, <laughs> what about the bloke has that wrote, water is warm, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, good that's one of the greats as well. Uh, Justin oh. Whelan, the good one. So Greg Norman and I have one thing in common at least. Neither of us have a green jacket. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, that's good. Well, we, well, we've given no context there, but I'm sure the listeners have worked it out this far in. But the funniest thing is though, he's uploaded that himself. Yeah. So like, it's not like someone just uploaded a picture of him. It's. Do you yeah. not think that like you look, you check your Instagram picture and go, oh wait a second, maybe, maybe <laughs> so he's completely he did, aware. Maybe he's now? aware. That's it's a bit of a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. Just but um, oh sorry, what were you going to say? No, that's it. That's, that's it. it. All right. Well, I was going to move us along because I uh. I had a story about footlongs as well, if if that's all right. Um, <laughs> um, not not from this weekend, but uh, came up in conversation again this weekend. We were playing second grade over at Sandgate, Sandgate Redcliffe, and reminiscing on a good story from a couple of years ago. I've spent, I don't know about you, but uh, Sandgate's sort of well known as one of the better places to bat in Brisbane grade cricket, um, mm. which is nice, but it means that I've spent some terrible days in the field out there. <laughs> horrific long long days definitely yeah, yeah. nice place to bat yeah, yeah. Nice you, did you, did you yeah you've hit a big old hundred out there wasn't your first first grade hundred there yeah first yeah. one yeah nice well done um anyways so a couple of seasons ago i think we batted first i reckon out at sandgate and the first day i've just copped an absolute bumper barrage from worthy aiden aiden worth who was an angry man i'm playing against him in darwin he was still angry there although the tropics they will definitely get to your head so that makes everyone angry up yeah, there. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. But yeah, no, he, so he opened the bowling for him and just, yeah, steamed in and bowled bumpers at us all day and gave us a hosing every single time, like a verbal barrage. He was really into us. It was, it, I mean, it was fun. It was funny to watch. It was, in hindsight, it's hilarious, um, some of the sprays that we were copping from him, but it probably wasn't great at the time. I think he pinned me in the head at the end of the day and, it was, yeah, it was not not, not great. Mm. Um, anyways, but that was, so that was the whole first day. I spent the whole first day just copping this massive bumper barrage, getting hosed by this guy and thinking he's this, the crankiest bloke on earth. He's like just 
psychopath. Yeah. Um, and then we've come back the <laughs> he next week. He played a first grade this year. Did it? Yeah, random comeback. I don't know. I saw his name definitely at some stage. Yeah, he played one game, yeah, I think, this year. disappeared again. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Continue. Um, anyway, so then we've come back the second week and we're in the field and he's so he's on the sideline like still spraying me as I'm fielding on the boundary and it's stuff like that so just still copping a hose <laughs> All right, okay. I'm fielding on the boundary still getting a spray so fantastic and we're yeah, having this rough day in the field trying to trying to defend a couple of hundred on bloody the Bruce Highway so that was great and it was pretty stinking hot terrible day right made it worse I've forgotten my lunch so lunch comes around I've got to quickly sprint off to Subway is this pre-vegan no or post-vegan dates? Uh, I reckon post-vegan. I reckon I was vegan at the time. So going to Subway, oh, that's, where the, that's where the foot long comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was ordering, waiting for that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in order to make up the calories, I've got to get a foot long has. And um, veggie patties, ETC. I'm in, in the line at Subway and we've got a 40-minute window to work with. I walk in, there's two ladies in front of me. It shouldn't be a big issue. Turns out they're trying to cater for a party of about 80 people. So they're standing there for probably... <laughs> 25 minutes trying to pump out. Oh, okay, like a platter stuff. or yeah. something. Yeah, there's a massive platter of Subway. So I'm literally third in line and standing there for 25 minutes at Subway and slowly this massive line of people builds up behind me. So there's probably like 12 people in the line behind me. And just towards the very end, as I'm getting up there ready to order my foot-long Subway, none other than Aiden Worth strolls to the back of the line. Oh, and no. continues to spray me <laughs> from in the subway back. from the back of about the about your vegetarian order. Uh, no, I, I managed to hide the vegetarian order, but still spraying me about my batting, hitting me in the head with his bumper, spraying me that like I've got twelve minutes to eat a foot long subway, and I've got to get back out on the field, and I'm not going to make it in time. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> really putting me under the pump to try and get, oh. get me lunch and get back to Seagate and yeah, still still copping a hosing the whole way as I'm get, trying to get through, make my sandwich out the door, and yeah, sprint back to Seagate and just ran on like just in time as the umpires were walking out. Holy. Uh, and that story comes up now every single time I play out there. So. <laughs> I've never, I've been, I've copped some lovely sprays. On the field, I've never been sprayed in whilst yeah. trying to eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Going to a right? That would be an interesting segment. What's the strangest place you've been sledged in? Yeah. How far <laughs> away from the field? Yeah. Have you been right. What distance? Is I don't, do you have any great sledging stories? I, I remember like early, I made a real early mistake when I was like new to first grade. So like 19, I was playing against, they used to play for Wynnum. There was heaps of them. I don't know if there's heaps of them. There was at least two, the pools. Ryan Pool and another yeah. pool, mm-hmm. and uh, they one was a wicket keeper, and Ben Lachlan was also playing, who you were obviously still playing with. And he was a very, very angry man to play against at that point, and oh, obviously right, yeah. didn't particularly rate my batting ability, <laughs> which was also fair at that stage because I averaged about 4.5. Um, and I was opening the batting. You know what they say, if they sledge you, then they're just intimidated by you. They're worried you're going to yeah, score runs. I don't so. think that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Anyway, I remember, like, obviously, I've got the probably the worst 40 of all time that day. It was 40 off, like, 120 balls, and he was relentless, like, just hosed me, Ben Lachlan, the whole time. And then by the time I got to, like, I hit a boundary when I must have been on, like, 30, and so I started feeling really good about myself to the point where my confidence was exuding so much that when he sledged me, he said, like, you just like, like, you're so shit, you're so shit, blah, 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 like, you know, really well thought out stuff. Yep. Uh, and I responded thinking that I was saying it under my breath so that he couldn't hear it and said, obviously not as good as you, Ben, but the keeper was walking past me at that exact time and heard okay. me say it. 
<laughs> and then oh, passed man. it, like yelled it out to him at the top of his mark for the next <laughs> ball <laughs> of the first over, next over. And it was at my rib cage, glove down leg side to the keeper. See you later. Biggest send off of all time. <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? Like uh, I got caught up with uh, Steve O'Keefe in a shield game and it's like, they're talking to you they're, and they're asking you questions. They're wanting yeah. a response. And then you finally give them a response and they go, oh, I've got you now. You're, yeah. you're, you're yeah, talking back. Right. We're in your head. You know, you're listening. I feel like oh, Steve, Steve O'Keefe, one of the best that you played against. Yeah, he's very good. Very yeah. cagey. Who he's else a, gets into you? You hated, you hate Cameron White. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we start that rumor oh, about oh, has hated Cameron White? <laughs> Remember that? It was uh, right. yeah. It was because I picked in that one day international team, and Cam White came out and said that I was pretty young. Oh um, yeah, right. Oh okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, you don't. Yeah, that's right. You'd never played like you talked about how he'd never played. Blah blah blah. He's just been picked from big big bash, etc. So we started the rumor that has most hated cricketer is Cam White. <laughs> Makes sense. No, it's a strong rumor. Yeah. I think fantastic. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mitch, uh, at Subway there, you know, uh, did you get any drink to go with the, the meal you had? Did you go for one of those Alchemy Cordials Australia beverages? Alchemy Cordials Australia at Subway? I well, don't I don't know. know. Do they offer them there? I don't think so. Should. No, that's good. I don't think that Most good food and beverage places do. Oh, plenty of catering companies. Have you seen them in cafes? Have you ever had one of them at a cafe? Actually, I, Actually, I have, yeah. yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. We were out there the other day. Like yeah. we were some, where were we? I don't know. Uh, but it was... Cannon Hill already. Yeah, Cannon Hill, heck of a cafe. Yeah. And we got a little, a little hazelnut flat white. Yeah, yeah plenty of true. coffee syrup options, different flavours there. You could have one of those superfood elixirs that are turmeric or beetroot, you know, one of the, one of the matches. Yeah, mm. that's true. There, maybe so. we need to get maybe we need to get Alchemy to start selling to Subway. Do you reckon Subway know up. about it? Uh, probably not, but I'm sure we can get them on board. Maybe we should get Aiden Worth to go back down and tell <laughs> They're, <laughs> all, about, they're all about healthy eating, aren't they? This is yeah. a healthy, healthy option. Yeah, surely. All right, yeah, well, skin, work on that, would you? Yeah, um, okay, now, yeah. that was quite a reasonable blow-up, probably not so much uh, at an umpire, but definitely at a player, skin, that you've just referred to then. Also, we spoke about, well, do you want to give a little bit of context here, skin? We've, we've been referring to, uh, to News Jack a little bit. We've been referring to Donald Trump and his inability to accept a loss, which has yes. been probably a thing for like the last three podcast episodes now, I would suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, you know, Biden's comfortably won the election by all reports and he sort of just doesn't accept that and has taken almost every state to the to the high court to try and get a recount and every recount is going against him and it's just getting uglier and uglier i 
How many yeah. DRS reviews can you get? Yeah. In Parliament? <laughs> Shane Watson. Yeah, he's got more than one comfortably. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> <That's right>. uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I sort of gave up watching it a couple of weeks ago. To be honest, I'd had enough laughs at Old Donald, so I'm not sure what the latest is. If as a, have either of you heard oh, anymore? But I think like I read an article today, and I'm paraphrasing massively, um, but where like the High Court had actually come back to him and said that you need to have like some evidence, like you need to have some justification yes, yes. Yeah. but we wanted to essentially talk about it from a sporting background didn't of we in the yeah. fact of no uh, people that were just people that were not the greatest losers i guess uh it's sort of so in terms of sporting blow-ups that we wanted to talk about and this could be obviously in a, in a, a high stakes event or probably more a more publicized event uh, but we also got a couple of responses that were quite personal i guess or personal stories so we wanted to know about the biggest sporting blow-ups malcolm wrote in and said after sledging all day in the field it was his turn to bat, and short leg obviously hadn't appreciated it because he tried to wrestle him to the ground. Oh no! <laughs> Full wrestle mania. That's some significant sledging. Oh, wow. yeah. that's escalated yeah, from that is. subway platter to wrestling on the ground at short leg. Yeah, that's gotten out of hand, hasn't it? Well, things get weird at short leg, boys. I got hit in the head on the weekend, and oh, they got yeah. us a wicket off hazards bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicket, thank that. you very much. You would have seen on the socials as well. So short leg, what a fielding position. Uh, who else do we have? Josh Golby, I think. Yeah, he mentioned that uh, he watched you, Lee, throw throw your shoes at a classroom window as part of your blow up one day. Oh, do you yeah. recall that one? Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't think I threw. I'm pretty sure I kicked it like off my foot. Just like I was, we had the responsible thinking classroom was our methodology at school. At the school <laughs> that we went to, so when you were um, angry, yeah, which was made. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> often. I got sent for anger management lessons when we were in high school, actually. But oh, yeah, that, that, that was like me. one of the classes that I had to study for a six-week period. Um, and anyway, that was I was a reasonably angry kid, I guess, and I was sent to that said responsible thing in classroom one day. Didn't appreciate it, and so as I got out of the classroom, I kicked my shoe, and every other like student was still in there and it just shuttered the whole glass, <laughs> <away>. <laughs> which I think is what Josh is referring to there. Um, so that was yeah, that was a significant blow up, I would say. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. I think if we run this segment longer, I think I could come up with plenty of stories from your past, Lethal. So mm. at least, it, at least it didn't break a window. It reminds me of a time uh, Manus Lavashane got uh, man catted in a oh, Tabs yeah. game at Redlands, oh, and really? he walked back into the change rooms and smashed the window. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, had to had to fix the the window at Redlands because he wasn't That's happy with that man cat. Yeah, I do remember that. Sam Truloff, actually, former Bulls player. Um, he did was, the man cap. Was the captain of West and upheld the decision. Oh, that explains the, <laughs> that explains the testy, frosty relationship there. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if that's true. That's another rumour I'm starting. Similar to <laughs> Cam White and <laughs> Sam Hazlitt. Um, yeah, so then we, we also had a couple of uh, ones that people tipped us off about, I think, Skin, and we've put some audio together here that we can refer to about ones that have occurred probably more at like a professional level, I guess. Mm -hmm. But certainly you would also see many, many times at a non-professional level. It's just that there's not as much video footage of it.
Can you give us some context to this kid? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So that is Jimmy Connors playing playing tennis. I, I couldn't tell you what year, but... It was 1991. Was it? Okay, so Correct, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a fair while ago. And he was, as he mentioned, 39 years of age, still running around having a hit, and yeah. uh, obviously not very stoked with the umpire's decision there. Oh. He thought the ball was in, I believe. The ball was, was in too, because I it? watched that video. Yeah, it's oh, 100% yeah. he's got it right. Really? And okay. the call was on the far sideline away from where the chair umpire was which is what he's blowing up about and the linesman right. calls it in and, and the chair umpire the overrules wow. and says it's very clear very clear that it was out very clear in my butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's quite well well mannered i can't believe that he didn't swear yeah. it's like he looks completely like he's lost the pot but then he just keeps saying <laughs> my but. butt yeah <laughs> my butt very clear <laughs> um so yeah there you go. A- next one <laughs> From Shane Warne. Grab some people. Grab some more people. Yeah, so that uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, so that, that's pretty famous, especially amongst most of our audience, I assume, who know something about cricket. Um, old Shane Warne blowing up at Marlon Samuels. And slightly less well mannered just finishing off. <laughs> F you Marlon. <laughs> F you Marlon. I I remember at the time thinking like what the heck has happened? There? Yeah, it like was that, crazy. I just thought it was like a publicity stunt. Like yeah. it, it didn't seem like a real deal. And but then obviously they still hate each other now. Like they're still in Twitter. That was yeah, years yeah. ago. They're still, they're still in Twitter battles now against yeah. each other. Like because Marlon and Ben Stokes hate each other and <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and then Warren always sticks up for Ben Stokes and <laughs> I don't know, it's a real story. I think Warren would stick up for anyone though against Marlon Samuels. I feel he just really doesn't like him at all. Yes. Yeah, no, it does come across that way. And it like that that blow up kept getting worse from there. I mean that was only a little snippet, but eventually yeah, it threw Samuels the ball he threw his yeah. 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 threw the ball at him, so Marlon threw his bat back. It yeah. was yeah, it was a shame. And you see Joe, last night too, by the way, just as it wasn't really a blow up but like a dummy spit, Jasper Boomer just kicked the fielding markers. <laughs> you know those markers that go like in the 30 meter circle. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. got some tap and then just went to the end of the open and just booted two of them. <laughs> well, they don't even paint them on the ground in international no, no, cricket. No, they kicked for conversion, so they were just put down. Bang. He kicked two of them. Two of them. So, like, as in he's kicked one, walked 15 meters to the next one and kicked that as oh, well. Oh, they were pretty close together. I think we just are on a strict budget okay, at right. Queensland Premier uh, Cricket. Okay, but okay. I think in international cricket, they put a few more out skin. Okay. Uh, and last blow up here. Who we got? You owe me a apology. I have never cheated in my oh, life. Jesus. I have a daughter and I stand with right for her. I've never cheated. And you owe me an apology. Yeah, that was quite an angry blow up. I think I remember was, that one. Yeah. That was was that US? It was against Naomi Osaka. Yeah, yeah, US Open, I believe. I, again, could not tell you what year it was, to be you honest. You watch nearly any tennis game and see a big blow. Yeah, so <laughs> many of them are from, so many of them are from, uh, from tennis games, actually. Yeah, yeah. Andy Roddick used to do some real funny ones in tennis, too. <laughs> but his, I think his post game press conferences were even better when people would ask him, like, what was it like out there to get beaten by Roger Federer? And he was like, it sucked. It was appalling. It, I hated it. <laughs> he just used to answer Very questions blunt. so dry. It was so blunt. All right, Haz, what do you got for us? Yeah, guys. Well, you've uh, given me the task this week of selecting a friend of the show uh, and giving them a card. So this week, I've selected actually your sister, Bryony. So we're going to give Bryony a call and let her know. Hello. Hey, Brian, this is Sam from the We Got The Chocolates podcast with Ali and Rich here. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very good. I'm just bringing you to let you know that you are the newest friend of the show member. You've got a friend of the show card now. So, uh, whoa, 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 
Wall has. Oh, friend of the show. Lucky me. Yeah, yeah, no. Wait, what, what? do you think it stood for? Family. Well, I'm feeling like family should be in there somewhere, surely. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Lee wanted me to grill you to see if you actually should get one, but I've already just oh, made okay. the judgment. Yeah, I've, given, I've made the decision that you're, you're worthy. And, um, and I actually wanted to get you on maybe more so to – Help us stitch them up. So, uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh no! But you know, you did put the application through the website. So well done. You said your favourite episode was Shane and Jack, and so you've obviously listened to a fair bit, and you've you've been oh, there yeah. since the start. So oh, she at least listened to one episode. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, only tuned into that one. You're a pill. Um, you did. Um, <laughs> we were talking last week about sporting endeavours and and yeah. worst trophies won, and you said that your worst trophies you won five participation trophies. You thought, uh, what can you yeah, let us know it. what? What sort of sports were, were you involved in? What participation awards did you win for what sports? <laughs> Mostly just touch, really. But it was, um, yeah, all participation. Never anything like half decent. You used and... to do gymnastics for a while, didn't you, Ben? We call it Ben. Oh. <laughs> I did gymnastics when I think I was like, what, five or six? I mean, I got a Still third counts. place in that. That was killer. Yeah, I rocked <laughs> third it. Place, nice. Well, I know Lee yeah. and Mitch play a lot of touch footy. Were you like forced to play in those teams as a fill-in like, to make up the numbers or something or was that actually by choice? Oh, no. that was There was no filling in to make up numbers. There was like I would show up and Lee and Mitch mostly made it easy on me, which was brilliant. Uh, mostly the participation was just, yeah, because I had absolutely zero skill level whatsoever and <laughs> could maybe sometimes catch a ball if I was, you know, if, in the mood. If it yeah, otherwise right it was, in the breadbasket. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be very, very specific. So the participation was really just for showing up sometimes and maybe catching the ball once or twice, yeah. yeah. We had a 30-centimetre, like, just block that we could hit for Bronny to catch it. <laughs> we threw it, and it was quite bad. It actually made me and Mitch better passes because by the end of it, oh, like, Bronny would – drop one and we would be apologizing for our pass and i was thinking about it after the game i'm like that really wasn't that bad of a pass <laughs> or maybe maybe made me better at like running from dummy half because i'd have to find enough space to run over right next to her and pretty much just <laughs> do it. yeah that's right that's true as well, oh actually. yes terrific it must have been tough with uh, having a couple of brothers who obviously love their sport and played many many different sports were there any oh any downfalls to that did you miss out on any opportunities because they had to be driven around at different sporting events as kids or what what's oh i think mostly just the missing out on was like missing out on all the normal socializing socializing that like a person would do when they're young mm. because we're always driving to like touch footy carnivals mm. or cricket uh, or you know both sometimes shout out to the Coffs Harbour trip of I don't know what that was 2007 oh, yeah. um, and <laughs> Coffs Harbour and then back to the Gold Coast I think in a matter of like two days over a weekend so you know normal people oh horrific normal people would be like going to a birthday party or going to the beach on Saturdays and my friends would come back to school and be like yeah my family we went to movie world and dream world and I'm like yeah sweet we spent seven hours in the car with a cricket bag on top of us and then went to touch it was awesome I heard uh I heard Lee might have skipped out on a few days helping to move house when you were moving moving home a few times because of sport (laughs) <laughs> skipped out on a few days that that is being oh. quite modest lee skipped out on every single move of our entire lives and i think we moved maybe 10 times uh, <laughs> and was... he was present 
uh, to maybe make his bed. The rest of everything was already set up and Lee would walk in the house and be like, oh, guys, like, this looks really good. Like, I'm stoked <laughs> with this. And he'd be like, oh, my bed's not made. What a shame. Like, that's really hard for me to do. I have to do everything yeah. around here. Yeah. Oh, everything. That's right, yeah. I mean, in his yes, defense, Lee moved had a grand total of zero times. Earlier, so. yeah. Oh, that's, had yeah, that's true. I did completely forget about that. Yeah. I did, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so my brother so rude and, of me. My brother and sister were 12 and 14. <laughs> they were the number one removalists. <laughs> Mitch and I are like helping dad carry in a piano and Lee's getting back from cricket and being well, like, oh, the frick real quick, did we have guys, a piano in the first place? No one plays the piano. Sentimental value, I think. But you have moved out of home before Lee actually made us Managed to move out himself. So, what was uh, the what was yeah. the motivation? Why did you, why were this you so keen? coming from you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a few years younger than you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've moved out for a while and came back. Yeah. Oh yeah, lot. how did that move go for you, Lee? Just tell us about that move from uh, Adelaide. Who well, who was mostly involved in that? Bronny, Bronny's <laughs> Bronny's come down and visit me in Adelaide, <laughs> and me and my housemate Pat Fisher, Bronny would come oh. to the house, look at the fridge, and go. What the heck is Absolutely going on in here? Shocking. And me and Fish would wake up the next morning and we'd go to a fridge and Fish would be like, what? I can't find anything. <laughs> Brian had organised everything into like vegetables and meats and it was all in like different rows and everything was clean oh and thrown goodness. out all the stuff that was rotten, which was mostly. Yeah. Rotten. <laughs> Not to mention that when Lee was moving home from Adelaide, I also went and helped and he would go to shock horror but cricket of a Saturday and I'm sitting there with all of his stuff on Facebook Marketplace being like, <laughs> yeah, this is so awesome for me, guys. Thanks so much. I'm so glad I made That's this trip so to Lee to move home. I forgot about that. I didn't know what you were getting oh at there. Yeah. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Like, yeah. He'd get home from cricket and be like, oh, we might go for beers with the boys. And I was like, yeah, no, like we've got five people still coming to get stuff for your move home to Brisbane. So if you could maybe stay and just like be helpful with that, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, very, no very, easy. <laughs> very easy to believe. I think that probably is the motivation oh. why you left home in the first place is having to put up with his mess around the oh house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing of being moved out of home now is that mum – has done contracts like all over Australia now and she comes home sporadically throughout the year and she's got to, you know, face Lee and live with Lee and she'll come home and be home for maybe a matter of 30 minutes and be already like yelling and whinging about the mess that Lee creates just in and of himself and he's living in a house with, you know, four bedrooms on his own. There is no one else that's there to make a mess. Oh, my God. Do you? Do you really? He's one of of the (laughs) rooms. Somehow there is all of his cricket stuff all over the floor. There's like five cricket bats in the living room just for him to shadow bat. Exactly. (laughs) Shadow batting at 12 o'clock at night is just brilliant. Yeah, that was also a big pretty – key factor in the moving out situation was getting knocks on my bedroom door at like 12 being like, Beans, you want to come give us a couple of throwdowns? <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to go yeah, back to sleep. That is actually much. true. Me and Mitch is, <laughs> me and Mitch is have throwdowns outside Brody's thing. room. <laughs> and Brody would come oh. out, can you two idiots go to bed? <laughs> that or it's because Lee is like quite chaotic that would be either shadow batting or he would just randomly decide that he wanted to start playing a song on the guitar (laughs) instead of going to bed at a normal hour this is good Haz I didn't know where everyone moved out now (laughs) I know the guitar wouldn't have have sounded good either so that's oh please (laughs) our parodies are Lee oh my goodness I mean I was considering sharing a house with Lee when I moved out and getting him to rent a room I do not recommend it yeah no he's he's I mean look you 
you've really got so very little going for you in terms of housemate situation. Somehow Fish put up with it. He's lovely, lovely man, clearly. Uh, or just you do no it. dishes. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely no dishes whatsoever. There is uh-huh. no clothes ever put away. Cricket bags are everywhere in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere. Not even in Lee's own room. Like it so rarely makes it to anywhere that Lee actually has in the house. It's either the garage, the living room, or the kitchen. And you're forever falling over cricket bags, cricket bats, or touch shoes. I love how Mitch True. is just nodding the whole yeah, time. Yeah, Mitch is coming <laughs> yeah, well, in. He's like, terrific. This is so much I, support from yeah, Mitch. Need love I it. remind our listeners of the blow up that Lee and I had because he'd left his cricket bags everywhere. So I moved him back to the garage and drove and over it. Lee drove up. No, I don't know. Yeah. Well, remind me to never get you to write me a review on Gumtree. Oh, absolutely zero chance. I would be, yeah, brutally honest here. Imagine, like, mum, what if mum drove home the other night and she thought she'd clock someone's cricket bat or something? Obviously not someone, like Lee's. She's driven over something in the driver, in the garage, and she's clocked something with her car and immediately Lee comes out and goes, Dizzle! As if, like, she's done something wrong because he's left all his crap all over the drive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just look at it and don't drive over it. Oh, that's what and I just said. Look at it yeah. Yeah, over it. Is that you disagree? <laughs> no, but I'm shorter than mum. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Oh, that's it, obviously. Okay, well, can we get rid of Brody? I've yeah. never heard a friend say this many words. She's stitching me up sentence by sentence. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much, Brian, for coming on. We'll have to get you back Anytime. again to, uh, to continue to that. No, we won't. But uh, what number is Brian? You've got the card there yeah. for us, Lee? She is number eight. Uh, Fox card and obviously this is brought to us by a sponsor as well has which you should not miss out on an opportunity to plug that's the one thank you PDM Property Finance Paul from there will help you out with your finance needs whether that's uh, getting getting as a mortgage broker if you're buying a new house like I have or, or whatever you need if you're developing something so um, has well, just on as the um, sort of feedback by the way from last week we did get a couple of messages from people saying guys love the show but how do you expect us to believe that has needs a mortgage when he paid in cash <laughs> <laughs> good point uh, <laughs> all right thanks Brian. Oh, good luck on the house mate sir Taz. <laughs> don't get late shocking oh my goodness thank you ben <laughs> see you ben bye fans now, guys, we do actually not so much Bryony. We don't want her on the podcast very much. I don't think <laughs> from this side of the table. I've come away reasonably unscathed. Yeah, no, yeah, I thought you were pretty happy there. That was just all knives out for lethal. Yeah. Uh, but we do actually want listeners to get involved, Skinner. We would love to hear and has sorry as many stories as possible. Really, I mean, we we only play you know cricket at the moment. There could be stories elsewhere. There could be hockey. There could be ice skating. It could be just skiing in Canada. Probably not at this time of the year. I don't know, but uh, I know maybe at this time. Probably at this time of the year. Probably at this time of the year. Yeah. So I mean, you could have stories from anywhere, and this is absolutely your Dropbox for you to share them. And that's exactly what our friend Matt did do. He has come together with some great audio. He took a lot of pride in his audio, and he had a story for us. Has from his sporting club. Usually when the sky's grey, I just think uh, it's probably not going to be worth going to training tonight. But no, this week I thought, well, I better go there and, um, you know, do the right thing. We've got the QR codes for the COVID check-in. I'm there entering my details and taking a few steps and then all of a sudden I've taken a step off about a 200mm ledge, landed straight on the side of my ankle and the most excruciating sensation possible has gone down through my ankle, and I'm on the ground just wailing in pain. Um, Simon Malenko, club captain, came over, and then uh, none, none other than Sam Hazlitt was the next to respond, who um, came and brought me a <laughs> compression bandage, which I'm still wearing now, 
It would be interesting to see me justifying to the selector that I'm actually going to play that week while I'm sitting um, on a chair uh, with my legs up on another chair with two bags of ice around it. Anyway, played the next game, hit a full toss down cow corner's throat for six, so I really didn't do much. Yeah, I guess the moral of the story is if it looks grey outside, just stay home and have a beer. It's way safer. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great moral, that's for sure. Now, a couple of things to come out of that story. Full toss can be hard to hit, I found. How did he get it down cow corner's throat? Or six. I think he, he, he was trying, trying to get a to six, hit it for six, but it did sound uh, okay, very right. much like that. Yeah, it did it? sound weird. It was worded weirdly, but nice audio. So we cancelled that. Okay. Um, also, in terms of ankle injuries, uh, I've got one pair of shoes that I routinely just roll my ankles in. I don't know what the story is. It's real weird, but there's like one pair of shoes that I wear that are those casual black ones that I always wear to cricket. Has mm-hmm. that just my ankles just rolling them? I reckon the maybe just stop wearing those yeah, shoes. Yeah, just put those ones away. No, they? but they look good. Buy a different pair. I'm training up my ankles to get more strength. Oh, you can just wear them as casual shoes. (laughs) They they look good. Yeah, yeah. Don't run in them, just walk in them. All right, fair. Yeah. Well, I could do that. That's true. Any issues for ankles with you, skin? Oh, yeah. You've got one weird zebra crossing leg, don't you, at the moment? One real hairy part. Oh, yeah. Good, Gandhi. Yeah, I have had trouble with my ankles before. And um, I thought I had it sorted, but it it, flared back up again in a game of touch recently and then played cricket the next Saturday and realized. Yeah, in the warm-up that my ankle was, was not great and if I had to do any any significant moving during the 96 overs in the field, I was going to have a tough time. So I've, <laughs> so I've whipped out my strapping tape and, and wrapped it up, but obviously wasn't prepared. You know, I decided that literally in the warm-up, so I hadn't uh, shaved, my, like, shaved my ankle or anything. And if anyone has been unfortunate enough to see my legs, it's a proper jungle down there. So <laughs> when the time yeah. came to, to rip the, the strapping tape off and all my hair came with it and it was yeah, it was a big old waxing job. I was bleeding. It was, oh, it was a tough time. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. And uh, I think the other thing from that story, Matt, that Matt's brought to our attention there is that as non-professional athletes, and I had to, you probably can't do this, but for us, again, mm. if I see a cloud in the sky, I'm like 1% chance of rain, I think training's off. Yeah, for me. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If there's any chance that it could rain, then that's no thanks. Yeah, constantly trekking the training page as soon as there's a cloud over. Yeah, that's right. I've give always me, wondered why you haven't made off. it to a professional level. <laughs> well, there you go. Has it been cancelled yet? <laughs> ah, damn it. Uh, so yeah, just don't take the risk ever. Yeah, exactly. Any chances of running? If you wake up in the morning and think, "Geez, it's pretty hot. Might be storm in the afternoon." Don't go to training. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Couldn't agree more. But, uh, but yeah, we do absolutely want more stories from you guys. I mean, you're playing sport out there as well. So you might have – we don't have all the funny stories. We have plenty of them, obviously, but uh, we don't have them all. So if you've got some, keep bringing them on board, as Matt Faye did there. And where can uh, where can they do that, Skin? Uh, on our website. We've got thechocolates.com.au. You can yeah, go on there, and if you scroll right down the bottom, there's a little place to start recording. Um, so you can yeah, record a little voice memo like like Maddie's done there or just above that I believe is the chance to just write us an email basically so you can yeah. you can write us in a nice big story and we'll we'll take the burden of, of reading it out and, and telling it on the podcast if you'd prefer that that's right if public speaking isn't your forte then you're more of a linguist <laughs> <laughs> if you're more linguistic 
Is that? I'm I don't know what you're trying to say. Let's just if you're better at writing. And if you are what Lenny's trying to say, if you are what he's trying to say, then please leave us a review if you've liked this episode wherever you listen to your podcast. And also please give us a five-star rating. The episode was good up until then. What the heck was that? You can spray Lee about his articulation if you want there. And yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, but those reviews are actually very helpful. They help us get up the charts, which will obviously increase my chances of learning how to speak properly as well. Somehow they'll be connected. And the other thing is, Skin, we just had a merchandise sale for Black Friday, didn't we? We did. Is that still going? We can probably extend it, really, if we want to. We? Oh, we'll, maybe we'll extend it for the listeners. Oh, all of Thursday, shouldn't we have? To? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And all of Friday, I reckon. And all of Friday as well. So okay. it's a Black Friday. It's a Black Friday. Week to Friday. Black, yeah, okay. Black right. Friday week. Black Friday to Friday is the sale that we were running. So if you're listening, you've got probably less than a day to, or a day to, yeah, to, to get jump your merch. On, get Correct. 30% off, whatever you want. <laughs> Using the code... Black Friday. Good. That's all. Back with you this time next Thursday. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 